everybody, and welcome back to another fine episode of the DevThink Podcast with your hosts, Sean and... Fine Nicola. <laughs> fine Nicola. All right, Nicola, do you have fine links today so we can do a links episode? Yeah, fine and five and five what? Five first. <laughs> first link is actually called Five Reasons I Will Not hire you this was written by joseph neverall i hope i pronounced that right uh it's on medium of course we're gonna link it and of course i'm not gonna go into all of them but i'm gonna briefly talk or talk well say what those five reasons are and based on joseph they are you can't express yourself number one of course one of the things here being are you know insufficient english being uh well, I don't know if we are allowed to say it, but of course we are. Bullshitting, one-word answers, not making any sense. And as I was reading this, I was like, who does this remind me of? But anyways, I'm not going to tell you that, right? Anyway, so the number two is you have no passion. The third one is you're not a learner. The number four is you think you're better than others. Oh, that's an important one. And number five, you don't own your mistakes. So actually a good post. Uh, I'm not going to say very harsh, but maybe a bit on the harsher side, especially with the, you know, uh, you can't express yourself. But hey, you know, honestly, if you really do think that, you know, you know so much and you are just going to go get by by giving people one word answers. Nope, not going to work. And yeah, if you're an asshole, you can be the best damn programmer in the world. But if you're an asshole... You're not going to last long. That's it. That's my first link. All right. So to take it from the negative, and by the way, I like the fact that complaining about someone not speaking English came from the Croatian, not from the Americans. So we are not politically incorrect here. And I assume if he had written the article in Japan, it would be if you can't speak Japanese properly. So I, this is not an English or US centric rule. Um, mine is from who else? James Clear, how positive thinking builds your skills, boosts your health, and improves your work. And it's a long enough article that I'm not going to really go too much into it, but it is really, really cool. Uh, like, for example, I'll just give one thing from like around the middle of it. They did a scientific study where they took some people and they split them up into five groups. So they had a control and they had two positive and two negative. And then in the negative groups, they showed them a film, one group where they saw images that created feelings of fear and the other images that created feelings of anger. And then in the positive groups, they had one group showing images that created feelings of joy and the other feelings of contentment. And then afterwards, they had all of the people imagine themselves in a situation and write down what they would do. And the people who saw images that inspired fear and anger wrote down the fewest responses. And those who saw images of joy and contentment wrote down more options, even greater than the people who were the control group that didn't have any pre uh, priming. So it just shows that when you're in fear, when you're stressed, when you're overwhelmed, tired, anxious, you see fewer options for what you're able to do with your life and you feel trapped. So 
he talks about that. He goes into more detail. He talks about some ways that you can, you know, improve that aspect of your life. And, you know, exercise, diet, meditation, other play. There are many things. But once again, a really good article. Probably things that if you thought about it, you kind of, it's obviously true, but you never take the time to really consider it. So I highly recommend reading it. Awesome. Awesome, James, right? Cool. Uh, so my next link is from a site called askamanager.org. And the title of it is what subjects are totally off limits for office chat. And I sort of realized after reading this that I probably broke each and every one of them. So I just not list them here, you know, so uh, the, the topics are politics, religion, personal lives, alternative health, uh, money, health problems. So those you know, those of them are listed as a no-no. Actually, I think I joked. I probably didn't break any of these. Okay, I would actually argue about one here. So sure, yes, religion, I mean, makes no sense. Politics as well. Uh, alternative help, maybe if the person is interested in it. So, you know, you have a common ground to talk about. So why not, right? Money and health troubles, Probably I would actually also agree on this one. However, personal lives, I totally disagree with this one because, you know, if you're just a guy who, you know, clocks in at 8 or, you know, 9 to 5 p.m. kind of thing and you don't share anything with your teammates, with your, which actually should be your actual sense of the word teammates, right? Then honestly, I don't think you're going to last there for any reason there a like a long time by long time i mean more than six months honestly because if you don't like the people with whom you work then it's not gonna work and what do you do when you like people with whom you work well you share stuff right and again going to your previous post first you start with sharing good like uh positive vibes and when you actually you know get to know someone better sure you're gonna share you know stuff that maybe trouble you stuff that you need need advice on so yeah that's that's my take on this post i think the most common question in every office on monday is what'd you do this weekend so obviously i don't know what he's talking about with personal lives but you're you're clearly right there all right i'm gonna cheat a little bit for my second site i'm actually gonna name two sites so the remainder of my links are something very out of character for me they're much more front-end oriented. And I'm a back-end guy, don't know anything about front-end, kind of don't want to know. I just want to download a template and let someone do it for me. And I like simple. I don't like complicated. And anyone who does front-end knows there's just a lot of stuff you just have to know about browsers, about standards, about layout rules and whatnot. So there's a website that a coworker pointed out to me uh, last week. It's motherfuckingwebsite.com and it starts off with this is a motherfucking website and it's perfect and this page has no css it has no jquery it just is black on white it's a very basic site and it goes on and it's satire and they're intentionally being a little ridiculous but it loads fast it's responsive because it works on any size screen it is fast to load it doesn't have 
an image on it that's completely unnecessary that takes up more bandwidth than the entire content. And it gets the point across. And he clearly says at the bottom that websites, your website shouldn't look like this, but he's making a point. And the following companion website is written by another person, but it was inspired by this. And that is bettermotherfuckingwebsite.com, which also starts off with, this is still a motherfucking website and it's more perfect than the last guys. And he goes on, he put seven CSS declarations in the head of his HTML, which make it so that the font isn't completely black on white. It has margins on the side so the text doesn't run all the way to the end and a few other things. And it just, it looks nice. He messed with the the line height a bit, little things. And it's still lightweight, loads fast, loads on every screen, every browser, accessible to everyone. They both used HTML5 and they both use the HTML5 elements. So any kind of reader or accessibility uh, program would know exactly how to handle it. And it makes you take a step back and realize you don't need to have us. Every site doesn't need to look like it was, it cost $5,000 to build basically. So I take a little comfort in that. And my next link, which I'll do after yours is also in the same vein. So what do you have? Awesome. This actually, uh, that sounds interesting. I knew about the first link that you mentioned. I didn't see that other one. Yeah, and I mean, also on the, this topic, there are a lot of like posts these days that talk about how it's actually very hard to start in web development nowadays. And I have to agree. I totally have to agree. Anyways, uh, so my last link uh, is called Peter Principle. And I just want to ask, do you know what a Peter Principle is? The Peter Principle, yeah, that's about getting promoted to your <laughs> yes, point of incompetence. Yes. yes. So, anyways, yeah, the the Peter Principle is an quote unquote observation that the tendency in most organizational hierarchies, blah 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 blah. I'm just reading from that. The period. I mean, the point of it is basically you rise uh, in the ranks in a certain company to the level of your incompetency. What does this mean? Well, if you can't make it past the senior developer into the, for example, lead role, well, it means that, you know, you're best where you are because if you weren't, you would get promoted onward. Or to put it differently, if, you know, the higher that you were ever like able to go is like senior dev means like you're most probably not that good <laughs> from what I gathered from here. Because if you were, if you were, you know, based on whatever measure, right, be better you would be promoted to the, for example, lead. But then again, that would also mean that you're a very lousy, or I won't say very lousy, but that, you know, this is your plateau basically, or that you're incompetent because you cannot go any higher. But then I also have to ask, does this mean that, you know, the people at the top are the most incompetent? <laughs> I guess it depends on how they got there. Um, yeah, so let's say you have five developers and you need to make one a lead developer. You're going to pick the best one. And then if you have five lead developers, you need to make one a manager. You're going to pick the best one. And so at some point, that person is going to stop getting promoted because they're going to stop being the best one among their peers. And 
you could say it's because they're you finally promoted them to a job they're not good at. So it's an old principle, but it's uh, it's a good one. It's something to be aware of, especially and just to make a joke on us two people who have recently been promoted into director positions within the last year. So take that for what it's worth. We may have reached our Peter principle uh, stage. Yep. We're done, Sean. Done. We're done. All right. Last bit of front end. And here's the tiny little missing piece to go with the HTML5 stuff I just mentioned. It is a minimalist CSS framework. It's called Milligram. It's milligram.io. And it is a very small little framework. And I, w- I even broke it up into three pieces because they have not a lot of CSS, but they have some presentation CSS. They have a whole bunch for forms like inputs and text boxes and checkboxes and things like that. And then they have a whole bunch for tables, tables, rows, table data, things like that. So I actually split it into three separate files to make it even smaller because on a presentation only page, you only need the presentation stuff. You don't need the inputs and the tables. And I use tables pretty rarely. So it's not a huge file to begin with, but when you break it down a little smaller, it's even better. So those are my three links for today. Awesome. Good stuff. Yes. So go out, make yourself a motherfucking website. <laughs> awesome. Bye, guys. Right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the DevThink Podcast. You can contact us at info at DevThink. That's D-E-V-T-H dot I-N-K. Now, go accomplish something. <laughs>